Hey everyone, this is Norm Farrar, aka The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the Amazon FBA and e-commerce podcast. Okay, we got something different for you today. We're going to be talking about the biggest differences between Amazon and e-commerce sellers, those Shopify sellers. And we're going to be talking about what the differences are, which platforms are right for you, and what each side is missing out on. All right, welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the Amazon FBA and e-commerce podcast. As mentioned, today we're going to talk about something really cool. Uh, a lot of people have been asking me this, and that's the differences, the biggest differences between Amazon and other e-commerce sellers. Our guest is a full-stack media buyer and entrepreneur obsessed with continuous learning and hacking new technologies, platforms, and businesses in pursuit of profit. He has a unique hybrid skill set, having started a multi-million dollar business in affiliate marketing and agency ownership and online brands. Today, we welcome a first-time guest, Mayor The Wolf. I'm going to try to say it. Benayam. I hope I said that right, Mayor. I hope I didn't butcher it too much, but we will get to Mayor in a second right after this sponsor. A big thank you to our sponsor, Post Purchase Pro, the only complete A to Z done for you real email and text marketing service built specifically for Amazon sellers. My friends, Sean Hart and Seth Stevens co-founded Post Purchase Pro after launching over a thousand successful private labeled products, growing 53 brands, and get this, exiting 17 businesses. Post Purchase Pro creates all of your digital assets 100% for you from marketing inserts, complete sales funnels, email follow-up sequences, and weekly email promotions. They manage and optimize everything for you to drive more sales, get higher ranking, and receive more reviews on Amazon. So check out Post Purchase Pro now to see if you too will see enormous growth like their nearly 500 clients worldwide. That's Post Purchase Pro at postpurchasepro.com slash lunch. All right, just before we get started, I just wanted to remind everybody, I just saw a rad through in a hashtag Wheel of Kelsey. We're gonna be changing up the format. We've tried to do this over the last little while. Um, we're going to be announcing a mystery keyword around halfway through the podcast, just so uh, the people that are entering actually know what the uh, podcast is all about and that they want it. So uh, halfway through, we'll come on, we'll tell you that keyword, and it'll be hashtag Wheel of Kelsey. And if you tag two people, you'll still get that second entry. And we do have a great giveaway today. But before we get to that, where is the boy blunder? That's me. Hello, hello. Happy Friday. You're getting used everyone. to I, You know what? I really like that you're getting used to that. Yeah, yeah. It's just my name now. I should change my little name tag here to Boy Blunder. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, welcome to the show. I can see we've already got some listeners in the comment sections. Welcome, Claudia. We've got Manny from Germany, Coolhand99, and Red. It's great to see everyone. Welcome to Lunch with Norm. If you're brand new to this podcast, we do giveaways every single podcast episode. So stick around um, to learn more about that. We've got a great giveaway today. Um, again, we're going to do it's the hashtag Wheel of Kelsey, um, but more details on that later. 
Um, if you're brand new to the podcast, make sure you join us in our Facebook group. That's Lunch with Norm, Amazon, FBA, and E-Commerce Collective. That's where all the fun happens. That's where we uh, do giveaways there. We've got a great webinar today, actually, with Carbon6. They're going to be going uh, through Pixel Me and giving away some free trials. And um, we might even give away some special goodies ourselves. Um, so check that out. That's at 3 p.m. Eastern time today. Um, also, don't forget to smash those like buttons. Give us a thumbs up. Uh, if you're watching from YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button right now. And uh, I think that's it. So make sure you get your questions over in the comment sections. Um, we're going to be talking about the different platforms, the different channels, what's the good, the bad, and ugly of them. And uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a good show today. You did my job. You, uh, you did good, Kels. Thanks. I don't even thanks, have Papa. to do anything. There. Don't even have to do anything. All right. So if you do have any questions or comments, throw them over in the comments section. And now it's pretty simple. Just sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee, enjoy the episode. Welcome, Mayor. Hi. Hi. I'm super excited. I mean, wow. This is such a, such an honor. And uh, I'm excited to, to just like join you. Um, I think the last time we saw each other, was when I was in the States, Orlando, right? Yes, it was at Rise with uh, Dima. Yes, Rise with Dima. Yeah, you blew me so away. Long. You blew yeah. me away. So, uh, you know, you we, we met there and uh, uh, you just, like your presentation was just awesome. And mm -hmm. uh, we met up afterwards. But, you know, when I got to know you a little bit, you know, further, you're involved with all sorts of different things that, Amazon sellers just really don't get too involved with. And so I don't know if you want to just kind of go down that rabbit hole for a second and just talk about, you know, what you're doing. Um, yeah, so sure. Um, I am pretty versatile in terms of what I do. So right now I own nine uh, different active companies. I have two small boutique agencies, one uh, inside of Israel and one just like around the world. So mainly the States, but also a few clients in Europe. It's uh, a maximum of six, six clients. I'm not actively, you know, uh, looking to scale it. It's just like a small kind of like family um, of clients. Some of them have been with me seven to nine years. Um, so I have a few things. Um, I have a fitness center that I opened up five years ago. So it's actually a brick and mortar, you know, an actual physical place. I uh, branched out, opened up a couple of them. We also have the biggest fitness app for uh, live streams and VODs and also nutrition tips and stuff like that. So we have an app for that. Um, so that's a part of, of the business. Um, and uh, another part, obviously, is the agencies. And then I have my supplements brand and a supplements manufacturing facility that we're working with um, and I do these uh, public speakings and also a couple of partnerships in the affiliate marketing space, um, some stuff uh, with loans, insurance and um, litigation mostly. Litigation, so, yeah. lots of fun. Yeah. All the fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, when you're involved in the, the, the media buying part, you know, um, Sometimes, first of all, it doesn't really matter to you. You get to a point, you know, after 13 years in the industry buying media, um, it's it, it it might sound weird or bad, but it, you don't really care what you're promoting at a certain point. 
Um, I feel like a lot of uh, Israelis and uh, people from the States are involved in scams and stuff like that. So I really wanted to get away from that as much as possible. Um, I, I think it was my therapist who told me a couple of years ago that there are a lot of studies that have been done about, you know, black hat versus white hat stuff. And, you know, throughout, you know better than me because um, you're almost double my age. You probably know that um, white hat stuff at the end of the day, it could be harder. It could have, uh, you know, a roller coaster kind of like fluctuations and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it would make more money. So I, I, I'm a true believer in that. And also, I want to sleep good at night. You know, I don't want to wake up in the morning and uh, refresh the page and having my listing or getting a weird email from anywhere. Um, so so that's, that's what I'm all about right now. Yeah, it, that's so important that you say that because not only sleeping better, but at the end of the day, when you have to do full disclosure, if you're selling your business and they ask you that question and you don't answer it properly, you can get nailed. Yeah. I, I, and even if you answer it properly, you'll probably see, you know, a few aggregators just running because they don't want to touch yeah. a, a business like that. Right. Yeah. And it's, and it's also, you know what I learned a long time ago, people in this industry, even the most stupid people that I met are very smart. You can't fool anyone. At the end of the day, masks go down. Uh, the lies float to the surface, you know, so you can't really fool anyone. So that's why I'm working on full transparency. I'm not looking to make a, a, a quick buck. Uh, I could have ran a lot of courses on Google Ads. I think this uh, space is uh, way less saturated than Facebook ads and stuff like that. I would have made probably a lot of money, but instead I'm writing a book that I'm probably going to donate all the money uh, that I'm, that's coming from the book. And it's not me trying to say that I'm a very good person. It's me uh, being super disgusted from, you know, the guru uh, mentality and the TikTok culture where everyone around me has, you know, the best tips on how to live, the best entrepreneurial tips. And some of the stuff that I hear is complete garbage, you know, uh, stuff that you should probably not do, you know, uh, people who haven't done those stuff recommend to other people, which is crazy to me. Yeah, I, I agree. And, you know, we'll get into the topic in a second, but there's a lot of people that uh, end up becoming uh, very knowledgeable uh, how do I do this in a nice way? I like, I know you'll just come out and just rip it, but um, you know, there's a lot of people who are failed Amazon sellers or e-commerce sellers that all of a sudden become on this podium and they shouldn't be giving the advice that they're giving. Uh, I see that yeah. a lot. Now there's different strategies is fine, but when you see just blatant crap, uh, and you know yeah. that the person just doesn't know what they're talking about. That that uh, kills you. A lot you. of these people are doing that. Um, I mean, I, I, honestly, first of all, I feel sorry for 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 both sides. One, I need to get one uh, that that cup. I need I need you to send me a cup like that. You got it. You just let us know that your cup. address, and yeah, you, you've got it. It's gonna it's gonna uh, fly a long way to Israel, but yeah, no problem. So feel, first of all, I feel sorry for the people who have to scam people and these 
sometimes it's not even con artists because they are not even good at that. So uh, first of all, I feel sorry for them, uh, you know, since the model that they've seen or the only way that they truly believe that they could make and generate money is through scamming, lying or manipulating people into thinking that they are buying an actual valuable, you know, uh, content or course or whatever they are doing. And of course, I, I feel sorry about uh, the people that are buying because they're, they're actually causing damage to this whole industry. At the end of the day, when we're comparing this industry to other industries, it's a fairly new industry. And the name that's going to come out to the people who work in this industry, you know, just like when I say, you know, I was talking to a friend the other day and he told me that he texted some girl and he told her that he's a litigator. And the girl backed off the conversation and he told me why. And I told him, dude, you know, the name that came out to, to litigators is not the best name. You know, the, they, they kind of like turn into a certain type of person that's very, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I mean, I would hate seeing the industry turn into a very... Um, greedy type of like typecast people you know that's the name that's going to to become so so i feel like there are plenty of people who at the end of the day this is what this is the main thing that i'm trying to say at the end of the day i believe that it's all about how much you believe and this is something big by the way that i took from my therapy uh sessions i i, I think that everyone in in some part of their life it could be relationships it could be romantic relationships it could be with the financials their, their career they don't believe that they deserve the wealth that the world has to offer and when someone doesn't believe that they would see and view the world like their scope of how they view things would be completely distorted and they would look on, it's almost like when you see, um, you know, when you want to buy a specific car and you start seeing it, you know, down the road. So it's it's something like that, you know. So at the end of the day, those guys who have to either promote or push an offer or a product or a service that's not what they say it is. The pricing might not be it. Um, the service might not be it. It could be completely fraudulent. Um and the people who have to to recruit affiliates or open up fake Amazon stores. And, you know, I was sitting in Ibiza um, two weeks ago or 10 days ago. I was asking this guy, what do you do? And he was doing and he was telling me, like, I do black hat stuff. And I was like, what? What exactly? And he said, and this was the probably, you know, about it. This was the first time I heard about it. Maybe I'm naive. He told me that he's into uh a refund business for from Amazon. So I was like, okay, what's that? And he said, oh, I have this guy. I'm paying 20% commission. I think the, the guy is from uh, Lithuania. And he told me, yeah, we're doing uh, mostly Apple products and we know how to ship it. And the shipment always uh, gets lost in the way, blah, 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 and stuff like that. And I was like, wow, I mean, this is what you do for a living. I mean, someone has to pay for this uh, products it might be an insurance company, but you know you're not providing any actual value uh, to society, to humanity. I don't think that everything should be, you know, a pro bono, you know, type of thing. But uh, you know what I mean? What yeah. do you think about yeah, that? Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. So, um, 
I mean, you could go in and then we'll get right into this topic. So you, you can get in, you can go all white hat, you can learn. And one of the best things to do is actually understand the platform and just do it. You can do it that way or you can take a shortcut. But what I, I like what you're saying and from what I've heard is you can go in and have to create an honest living, become an entrepreneur, or you can just live a life of black hat and just really, you know, you're not you're not really doing anything. And, you know, I don't want to live that life. Uh, you know, I know you don't want to live that life. But uh, anyways, let's get into this. Let's get in because this is one of the hot topics uh, of today. And that is you've got Amazon, like Amazon sellers are doing certain things. Shopify or other e-commerce sellers, you know, are doing other things. So what are some of the differences? Why don't we just get into that right now? Yeah, so I mean, for me, the, the, the last time that we met or the first time that we met uh, in that Orlando event, uh, it was a small event, but it had a big impact on me because I, you know, before I went on stage, I think I went on stage the second, second day and I heard some of the other speakers were talking about just affiliate marketing 101, like really basic stuff. And the Amazon audience was very engaged. Oh, yeah. and I remember I stepped out of the room and me and another speaker... Uh, that almost come from the same background were joking at how old that, you know, uh, content was and that it's uh, almost like uh, reading, you know, affiliate marketing for dummies, affiliate marketing 101. <laughs> and that I couldn't believe that th this was a, a, a very big moment for me in terms of, you know, I, I, I up to, di to, di to that specific point, I thought that everyone that's doing digital marketing knows the essential stuff. But then I realized that Amazon uh, has its own kind of bubble and then the affiliate marketing people have their own kind of bubble and then you have the agency people and it goes, you know, around a bunch of stuff. And I feel like always there is a jealousy, you know, the, the affiliates, they want to become sometimes agency owners and sometimes they want to become the brand and sometimes they want to become Amazon sellers. And the Amazon sellers are very jealous of, you know, affiliates who don't have to take care of inventory and stuff like that. And they believe that, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side and they're making all the money. And I, I just started thinking about these jack of all trades people, you know, in my opinion, these people could really allow themselves to diversify because the digital marketing space is probably the most diversified industry out there, so at least that I know of. Um, so if you're able to really understand a bunch of stuff, like understand Amazon, understand design, understand code, pay payment processing, Shopify apps, how to deal with API and media buying, um, even to a certain degree, I'm not saying, you know, you should quit everything and go and learn how to code for three years and how to design for two years and stuff like that. But I, I feel like the a lot of benefits and 90% of the people that I know don't do it. They either take on employees that do that for them, which is smart, but I still believe that you need the essential basic level of knowledge because you'll be able to communicate better with your uh, team and or maybe colleagues and stuff. Um, and also that might save you from someone trying to trick you into something that you're going, that's going to cause you to spend a lot of time and money uh, doing something that's not going to work and doesn't have any chance to work uh, to begin with. Um, 
and also the biggest thing about it is that you're always open to the, to the next big thing you're uh, you know it's like not being able to learn a lot of things keeps you at a very risky place it's like putting all your eggs in one basket which is something that I'm trying to avoid you know these Amazon people I was looking at them and I and I asked myself how many more hits do they need to take in order to realize that they're in an unsafe unstable platform or company you know what I mean it's like it's enough that uh, a new regulation pops in or Amazon decides to buy you out or create the same type of supplement or product that you have down at, you know we've heard stories um, and your business is gone essentially in a week sometimes in a day um, and and that goes by the way the same for people who are just like masters at buying FB ads you know Facebook ads uh, or they have an agency like what happens when Facebook goes down or when there is a new traffic source sometimes they work extremely hard at branding themselves at something and probably invested a lot of their time into a certain community or a certain platform and I just don't see it as a smart move when you can still learn new traffic sources and learn how to not be as dependent uh, as you are on, 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 on anyone, by the way, a graphic designer, a coder. Uh, and, and this is really crucial when traffic is running. You know, when you have an organic traffic that comes through a comparison website like Amazon, that's okay. But when you're actually spending dollars on PPC, on Amazon or Facebook, on, on YouTube, doesn't matter where, uh, that's crucial, you know, having to wait for a designer to design something or for a coder to fix the code. So when you when you know that, uh, it allows you to move faster. It allows you to open up your mind to new ideas and then the next big thing. It allows you to be more creative inside a certain project and, and uh, thinking about new projects. It allows you to check the quality of work that you're getting from the agency or from uh, any third party, uh, you know, guy that's working for you that allows you to communicate better. Um, and, and also I feel like when you're the CEO and owner of the company and you know, these things, it allows you to be open to, um, just automate a lot of the process that, that your business goes through, you know, a lot of things are kind of like manual labor, very copy paste kind of job. Um, and, and when you're the owner of the company, it allows you to really think about how to automate. And again, I don't suggest going on a three year designing or coding school or stuff like that, but I do think that you need, you know, the, the, the very basic essential right. knowledge in, in those kinds of fields. Yeah. Yeah. I like what you're saying there about, uh, like with Amazon, uh, years ago, it was just open up that Amazon store and aggregators and brokers were looking for people who had just the Amazon store. They didn't care. And your valuation would be nothing more if you had, um, if you had different platforms nowadays, uh, I call it, you know, you don't want to be the one legged stool. You know, I've been in that situation uh, where 90% of a company that I had, uh, we had lots of smaller companies, but all of a sudden the contract, the company, the, the company that we were working with uh, went under a very well-known uh, Fortune 500 company, never thought they were going anywhere. And mm. all of a sudden you realized, what do I do now? And you're too deep into it to uh, to really recover. 
Same thing with Amazon. Uh, it's nice to have. It's convenient. It's uh, it, There's a uh, captivated audience. Uh, but to your point, getting out there as an entrepreneur, understanding uh, a few other elements, and then diversifying a little bit absolutely does not hurt. You know, I mean, you... I, I have two things that I want to say. Sure. One is... Um two different things. One is a story that happened, um, yeah, almost a month ago, three weeks ago, um, which really tells the story of me inside business, me as an entrepreneur, me in, in digital marketing. So I, I'm working at the, with this big uh, company. Uh, they're in the ED space and I, ha I have like a team there that I'm working with and I'm very happy. Um, so I, it's we're doing something like six million a month in revenue. It's a big company, a high ticket product. And I go to the CEO and the team and I tell them, listen, I have an idea. Let's open up a second Facebook account. This is working really good. Let's use this strategy to scale. I feel like we can do much better. And they're telling me, OK, we don't want to circumvent the systems. I tell them, OK, great. You know what? Let's open up a different business manager, a different different credit card, different Facebook page. We're going to separate everything. You're not going to have access to this. I'm going to manage this Facebook account. They're telling me, OK, great. Good idea. I'm telling them, OK, let me put on my credit card. I'm like a junkie with it when it comes to uh, points and stuff that you get from like perks from the credit cards. I'm like a total geek when it <laughs> comes to it. And for me, it was amazing. So I do that and I spend $490,000 on the first month. Uh, the guy was supposed to pay me back uh, on the 1st of July. 28th of June, the guy goes through a stem cell treatment, drives away, drives from the clinic to his home, gets cardiac arrest and dies. I have no contract with the guy. He's not married, doesn't have kids. He's about your age. Uh, was a great dude, <laughs> but uh, just imagine the situation in which I am. So, I mean, the only thing, and, and you know what? This happened two days before Affiliate World Barcelona, Geek Out Barcelona. I have to fly out. Um, two days when uh, after I land, um, a friend and partner of mine is supposed to come. He sends me a message an hour after the flight was supposed to be uh, already mid-air. Uh, he sends me a picture of a COVID, uh, you know, uh, test and it shows positive, meaning he's not coming. So I was like, fuck, dude, I also, we're going to Ibiza together. You know, this affiliate world I can manage, but Ibiza, it's not a place where you meet people. And I want to tell you something. The immunity level that I got from just falling, taking hits and bouncing back was incredible to me. I came, came back from it. I couldn't believe myself. You know, this is a very large amount. I just bought a very expensive house in Tel Aviv. Um, it's it's a large amount. I trusted the guy to come. And these are two completely separate stories. But what I'm trying to say regarding, you know, the platform, regarding your story with your company, which was a Fortune 500 company, the only thing that's going to happen for sure. I don't I don't know if the product is going to sell when you get it inside Amazon, when you get the listing right. I don't know if the campaign is going to convert when you launch it inside Amazon, Facebook or Google. I don't know if the agency is going to do a good job, if the design is going to be good. I don't know if going to retail is a good or bad idea. What I do know is that 
if there is a 1% or even 0.5% chance of things going wrong, they are going to go wrong. It's just a matter of time, you know? Um, and I learned to deal with that in a very um, interesting way, you know? It even surprised me on how, not immune, but, you know, I bounce back extremely fast now since I got all of these uh, hits. Um, yeah, so that that was the first story, but I want to hear what you have to say because I feel like I'm talking too much. No, no, no. That's uh, you know, that's part of uh, becoming an entrepreneur. We've talked about that on the podcast before. Is uh, probably one of the number one trends that uh, that you have is you know you talk to an entrepreneur. Uh, first of all, uh, I've never known an entrepreneur to, to be successful 100% of the time. Actually, I call it fail to succeed. And uh, you're going to fail before you succeed, right? Definitely. So, Multiple uh, times. And, and getting kicked between the legs, uh, it just becomes easier each time you know how to handle it. So uh, like kind of slipping back over to the, uh, uh, the Amazon Captivated what are some of the challenges people can get into on other e-commerce platforms if they wanted to, or who should be going out and taking a look at these other uh, either e-commerce platforms? Because there is probably a higher risk um, doing it yourself because you don't know everything. And, and it's not like an Amazon platform where a lot of it's done for you. Yeah. So I, I feel like, first of all, when people tell me there is a higher risk, a hundred percent of the times, the higher risk is not doing it. I, I'm, sorry, I agree. I'm sorry, it sounds like a cliche, but you know, a personal development cliche. But uh, honestly, the only thing that kept um, showing me results is trying, you know, taking action, opening up that store. So, are you going to open up the best store ever? No. Are you going to choose the best apps right out of the gate? Probably not. But having a store and, you know, getting some kind of like knowledge, experience and traffic that goes into that is probably, you know, the, the biggest thing. Um, I mean, the lowest hanging fruit, I, I feel like people who have a Shopify store but are not on Amazon and people who are on Amazon that are, that don't have a Shopify store, I feel like the, the biggest two low-hanging fruits is that, one, when you start any type of traffic, whether it's affiliate-based uh, traffic, whether it's traffic that comes from within Amazon, or whether it's uh, Google search traffic, Facebook traffic, you are going to get what I think Todo uh, Minev from HyperZone, uh, the Amazon agency, calls the Spielberg. Uh, which is people who search for you on if you're promoting within Amazon and you're mainly on Amazon, people are going to Google search you. Uh, and if you promote anywhere outside of Amazon, people are going to search you, uh, your brand and, and stuff within Amazon. So that's the, the obvious thing that a lot of people surprisingly are missing. The next uh, type of low-hanging fruit would be uh, using FBA, obviously. You know, when you have FBA, that uh, kills it. I mean, it changes the game. I personally would not launch any product without, you know, my main thing would be outside of Amazon. But I wouldn't launch until I have a good listing, a branded, uh, you know, store that has FBA. I would not do it just because the game changed now. 
Um, five years ago, just like you said, you can open up a store, you could uh, trust, you know, the comparison, rent it, get some organic traffic, it would convert you, it would make money. Nowadays, it's very hard to be profitable on the front end. So you do need every type of assistance that you can. You need that AOV lift, you need to get those branded uh, searches and stuff like that. And the biggest thing people need to remember when we're talking about how to get this brand lift, which is more searches for your specific brand name or product name, is CPM. This is the king of brand lifts. So going to a low CPM, which is CPM is cost per meal, which is cost per 1,000 people who are 1,000 impressions. It doesn't have to be unique people. It's just 1,000 impressions. Um, so, for example, taking a high CPM uh, platform like Facebook and comparing it with a low CPM uh, platform like TikTok, Tabula, Outbrain, Native, or even, even YouTube, or even GDN, which is the Google Display Network, those banners that you see across the web. If you're looking to get brand lift, you need to take into consideration that the low CPM has direct impact and uh, a direct correlation between the number of branded searches that you're going to get um, and the amount of impressions that you're going to get. So, of course, there is a, a, a big parameter here that we're not talking about, which is the quality. If you're on Tabula or GDN and you're on shitty websites, very bad publishers, non-premium publishers, you're not going to have a direct correlation. But I'm talking about really good premium publishers when you are there you're going to get more searches on amazon and i and i think i'm one of the only ones who ran a native to amazon campaign so i ran a, a big tabula campaign with my supplement uh, brand i'm not going to promote it really but i just wanted to <laughs> I, oh, what I, the heck here. yeah <laughs> but um we got a lot of brand searches and i couldn't believe it because amazon was new to me back then when i launched that brand and I saw, you know, an immediate, so it, it even took me a while to pause the campaigns. I wanted to prove to myself that there is a direct correlation because, you know, it, tracking is very hard. Uh, Amazon doesn't really work with anything outside of Amazon. So you have to kind of like base it on third party tools or um, even, you know, post iOS 14, you have even less tracking uh, ability. So that's, that's uh, a part of it. Like, Having that low CPM, having those branded searches, I feel like that's the essential level. Going from there, um, there is plenty of YouTube, um, Facebook premium groups. Some of them are, are pay to play in terms of, you know, you need to pay to get in. Um, that would tell you the apps. And also if you go into any conference or even online conference like AdWorld and stuff, you would get the best Shopify apps. Um, my best kind of um, quick tips would be, first of all, making sure that your Shopify store has Apple Pay, has Google Pay. That's a big, big uh, lift um, in conversion rate. Uh, making sure that you are collecting as much uh, data as possible. So email pop-ups, exit pop-ups, stuff like that. Making sure that you have a third-party checkout system uh, that allows you to upsell lots of people are going live with products without having the ability to uh, upsell downsell a big big thing 
now when, when CPM, CPC prices are going up on every platform and it's only going to go up, uh, the market is only going to get more and more saturated, uh, having the ability to get that AOV lift is, is very big. Um, that's, that's, that's how I see things. Yeah, and that is a big bonus uh, going over to like a shop, uh, Shopify. You can't do that. The only thing you can really do on Amazon is you can do brand defense. So we, we do that all the time. We, we want to make sure that you know we're building up the brand awareness and brand defense. We're building that moat around our product. Um, as for pop-ups, you can't do it, but you can do frequently bought together on Amazon. Well, you, yeah. you can. You just have to you know get all three per, uh, products purchased together. But um, what you're saying, I can't believe how many people are not doing it. I was talking to, do you know Charles Livingston? No. So he's really cool guy, Dr. Charles Livingston. He, him and his partner, uh, Matt Clark, own uh, Life Boost Coffee. And uh, anyways, he was doing email marketing way back in the day. And he was telling me that, and I hope I get the numbers right, just, just in case he's listening. But he has a supplement that uh, he was selling. And it was, I think it was around 30, 40 bucks. They came over to the website. Okay, they're happy. They got a 30 or $40 um, uh, product. But then the pop-up came up. Annoying. And that's what I hear from everybody. It's annoying. Yep, but it works. The pop-up will either uh, upsell you. Oh, do you want three bottles? Or downsell you. Uh, it, might, it might bring you over to a subscription. Or if you have this, why don't you have this? Cross-promotion. Yeah. And at the end of it, you have another one, you know, and that could be the, the the subscription or whatever. But anyways, by doing this, they brought their average order of value. And I hope I'm getting this right. I think around $40 up to over $100, their average mm -hmm. order of value. And something that's that incredible. simple. You know, yeah. but I, I feel like the biggest thing that's uh, really far away, uh, if that's even a right the right way to say it in English, but the, the 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 biggest thing Amazon sellers are missing out is A/B testing. This mm. is something that's crucial, crucial. You know, I come from if you have like the left and right side of the brain, I come from the numbers, the analytics part. So for me, not having the ability to A/B test upsells, to A/B test price points, how do you know that 30, 34, 38 is the right number? it's the maximum number uh, that you can uh, sell your product for. No one, you know, this, for me, this is crazy. Like I, when I run affiliate offers, when I run my supplement, I would always have uh, an AB variant running 50% budget allocation, 50% click allocation that would send clicks, you know, uh, 500 or 5,000 people here and here. And I would AB test. So at the end of the day, I based, my um, price point, the cost to consumer that I set for my product, not based on the market. Because the market, sometimes when you have a very good way of convincing and when there is a very good brand perception, um, then you're going to have uh, a very different, you know, you can step outside of, of, of the, you know, you can sell a super generic product like vitamin C that's all over Amazon 
and they sell it for nine, eight, ten bucks, and people could get it, uh, you know, at the local Walgreens or CVS. But the way that you sell it, maybe you have a celebrity endorsement, maybe you have a very special packaging, maybe your advertorial promises things, maybe you have a specific formula. At the end of the day, if you're not A-B testing, and the only metric that is important in this type of like campaign would be the EPC, the earnings per click. How much money have I made from those clicks that I sent? You know, I might be losing 40% conversions of conversions where I have a, a very low conversion rate, but I'm still selling my product for double the price. So why do I care? At the end of the day, I am making more money, you know? Yep, got uh, it. Yep. That's that's a big thing. A-B testing the upsells, A-B testing the, upsell, the downsells, A-B testing emails, A-B testing the price points. That's a super, super big uh, thing that I feel like Amazon sellers are completely missing. And that's uh, an essential thing when you open up your Shopify store. You want to make sure that you have the ability to test it. Um, are there any apps that you could recommend? Well, if you're using Checkout Champ, Checkout Champ is a complex system. Uh, and Shopify went uh, through a bunch of different modifications where they really wanted to kill all of those third-party checkout systems. But Checkout Champ, uh, CardHook used to allow it. I still think they do. Um, but yeah, I mean, this changes. I don't know when the, most of the people are going to listen to this podcast. But you know, having that feature, searching for that ability within an app is big. And also, this is a part of why Shopify is such a big thing. Shopify is the iPhone or the Apple of, um, of e-com. You know, this is why Facebook made it and a lot of other social networks haven't made it. Facebook allowed uh, third-party developers to develop apps inside. Uh, they still control it. They still care about security. They care about a bunch of stuff. But, you know, having that ability, this is the same thing I say about Sonos, by the way. Sonos, the speaker company, they might, might not be the best speakers. They're very good. But their app, the software, compensates for a lot of things. It's the same for the Google Pixel. It's not the best phone, probably. The, the iPhone camera, hardware-wise, is probably better. But the Pixel has a much better processor and a much better software that compensates for everything. So um, if you, you know, the initial talk should have been, do I choose Shopify? Do I choose Magento? Do I choose WooCommerce? Do I choose BigCommerce? There is a bunch of different uh, places. At the end of the day, I feel like Shopify right now is the place to be. Um, and yeah. Period. There we go. Yeah. All right. So uh, let me see. We're going to be doing the Wheel of Kelsey uh, at the end of the podcast. Just wanted anybody who's uh, just tuning in. It's hashtag Wheel of Kelsey. Kelsey, what's the keyword or the mystery word? All right. The mystery keyword for today's giveaway is hashtag the wolf. Hashtag the wolf. The wolf. <laughs> All right. And, here. <laughs> and if you tag two people, you get a second entry. So hashtag Wheel of Kelsey, hashtag the wolf. And if you tag two people, you'll get a second entry. Um, Mayor, why don't you let us know what you're giving away today? All right, so today I'm giving away something that is extremely valuable. I'm giving away a free one-hour consultation with me on any ad platform that you choose. So 
Um, I don't know if people know that or not, but I'm what I call a full stack media buyer. So I buy and spend my own me my own money on buying media across the board. So anywhere from TikTok to Yahoo, Gemini, anywhere from Google campaigns, which I'm very known um, uh, fan of, to Facebook campaigns. If you have a campaign running, if you thought of running a campaign, we'll go through it together. It's going to be one hour of pure joy and tips uh, where I could uh, tell you what uh, I would do differently, what I would improve, how to get to your specific goal. And this isn't something that you can just get. So like Mayor, I mean, he's doing this for the podcast. Uh, and I can tell you, if you have any interest in any of those platforms, or even thinking about going on those platforms to get an hour of his time, it's not going to happen. So he's just giving that to us as just a bonus today. So take advantage of it. Hashtag wheel of Kelsey, hashtag the wolf and uh, tag two people and you'll get a second entry. It will be well worth it. And I'd even say, and I don't think you hear me say this too often, a real game changer. If you pay attention to, you know, what he's going to be talking about. So now on that note, Kelsey, let's talk or let's a game changer. Uh, one of our sponsors, they're game changers. If you're selling on Amazon in 2022, you know how important it is to stand out from your competition. Let Hona Worldwide lend a helping hand with your product innovation to outcompete your competition online. That's right. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the success of your newly innovative product while Hono handles all the work. Visit honoworldwide.com for more information. That's Honu, H-O-N-U, worldwide.com, or email savings at honuworldwide.com. Okay. Now, I do have to say, I see Christine right there. I know it's a question, but I also saw that she entered. Christine, if you win again, if you win again, I know you're giving Kelsey something, you know, probably 20 bucks or something each, each wheel, because it just can't happen too many times in a row. Anyways, just saying, not, not just saying. All right. So let's get back to this. Uh, we've talked about the different platforms. I agree that sort of Shopify is the, the Apple. It's simple to do, simple to make. Uh, they've got great themes. Uh, Let's talk about, because we have spent a lot of time on this, but you were talking about traffic and we know that we need to get traffic. Are there any sort of uh, beginner or medium type strategies that we can implement to drive traffic? Yeah, sure. Um, <clears throat> I mean, this is a very wide question which I can probably talk about for hours, but if I want to simplify things, I feel like, again, the essential level should be divided into two. First level would be low-hanging fruit, branded keywords. Uh, then after that, maybe go with competitors. Of course, separating both of them, making sure that you have a Google campaign that's running, making sure that you have the audiences set up, making sure that you have the conversions set up, the micro-conversions, which is anything between the people who actually get inside your website and people who actually purchase, You know whether they spend a bunch of time on your website, whether they look at different products, different categories, uh, add to cart, initiated the checkout, 
you know, people who buy upsells, making sure that you have that setup ready. Um, the second thing would be using remarketing. So making sure that you have a very specific segmented list of people that entered your website. So people who came from organic traffic, people who came from organic traffic and spent a bunch of time, did a couple of things like adding to cart, people who came through uh, YouTube, people who came through uh, GDN, because these are different types of people. And we're when we're going to scale traffic, we should treat them differently when it comes to the creatives, the, the message, the, the level of urgency, the promotion, uh, and the page that we're going to send them to. So this, this would be the essential level. The next level would be definitely going towards two places. One, if you're like uh, only starting out or you have an agency and you want to get the, the easier things, I feel like Facebook would still be the place. Facebook and Instagram, that's the place that you should buy media right now. At a lower budget, up to 500 bucks a day, that should be some something good. I feel like going upwards of 500, you, you need a different skill set. You know, lots of people can buy media on Facebook. Uh, there are plenty of courses there. The system is very uh, friendly, user friendly right now. But when you when you want to go above four, five, six hundred bucks a day, then um, that really changes the skill set that you need. You need a different skill set when it comes to uh, scaling, which is how to treat creatives, how to build the right campaign structures, um, how to bid adjust manual uh, bidding and stuff like that. Um, and the, the next platform, which is definitely up and coming right now, the biggest opportunity right now, definitely TikTok, 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 very hard in terms of policy. Uh, I don't think they allow supplements, but if you have any type of um, other product, definitely go there. I mean, TikTok is the place right now. Uh, advertising there is not priced the right, the right way. Uh, right now you don't need to wait on building specific TikTok uh, creatives i would just take whatever is working right now on facebook instagram and try and use their uh, video creator you know to create the generic ads just so you see that it's working there are plenty of ugc agencies uh, user generated content that would help you get like videos creatives that would fit TikTok. that's definitely it when you want to go pro, when you want to go super advanced, I feel like the next thing when it comes to e-commerce is taking lead gen and implementing it into uh, e-commerce. So, for example, creating a quiz, an engaging quiz that helps you uh, qualify the audience, the targeted audience, the prospects into purchasing your product. Do you really fit into what we're looking for? So that creates a very... Uh, big lift in brand perception, but also that qualifies the potential customer into purchasing and giving you more data, remarketing data when that user goes into the quiz, but also emails and phone numbers. Uh, if you want to go super pro, <laughs> the stuff that's currently uh, crushing it and no one does it, literally no one does it, chatbots, many chat chatbots, and WhatsApp campaigns. And when you create a WhatsApp business number, you can actually optimize for actual conversions, uh, conversions that are uh, um, just like conversations that are starting within WhatsApp. 
So that's a big thing because people now, you know, it's 2022. People don't like to be called at. They want to get like an email. They want to speak. They want to chat. They want to text. Uh, so those two things, if someone could creatively utilize them in order to generate more data, in order to get more uh, prospects and qualify them and turn it into a funnel, that's a game changer. So when you're working with chatbots, are you are you talking about trying to bring out information? I'm going to give you an example. So you drive somebody over to your chatbot and it's for a pet product and you're asking them, uh, not so much a quiz, but questions like, what kind How of dog do you have? Pet? Is it a female or a male? Yes, yes. So what you're trying to do, and I'm just, I'm putting words in your mouth probably, but are you ending up building a profile so you could segment a list? So a bunch of stuff happens. First of all, the journey that the, the engaging journey that the customer goes through helps them feel like the, the product is very customized towards them. That's one. Two, they feel a bit committed when they've already spent a bunch of time. It's not as committing as going through, you know, just clicking on an ad on Facebook, going on a landing page and not leaving your details. When you actually share your dog's name and you share the age, if it's a female or male, what type of dog, what food are you currently buying them, the system could actually recommend something that's very customized to that specific person. Just imagine... Uh, your dog name is Luis, and um, at the end of the, the engaging funnel, you would have the bag uh, filled with food, and it's going to be uh, named Luis's food or something like that. That's a very engaging type of funnel. So the first thing is that it helps you sell, directly sell. DTC, classic DTC, send that user into the cart, you know, having that image with their dog's name, just imagine how uh, big of a conversion rate lift. I should probably open up a pet supplement after this now that I'm thinking about it. Um, the other thing is um, having that user get inside the, the quiz or questionnaire or whatever helps you save them, implement the cookie and save them inside a segment so you can remarket them within all of the Google networks, the shopping network, YouTube, Google search, uh, GDN. So if that user goes into uh, the research and discovery loop within uh, uh, Google and he searches for your brand name or your competitor name, he's going to be on that specific remarketing list and you're, you're going to overbid and crush the competition because you're going to be the first one there because you know that that person is finishing up the sales cycle. So that's a big thing. Uh, so having the ability to remarket, you know, a lot of people can't decide if they want to spend that money, if that's the best solution for uh, the problem that they have. So that's the, the second thing. And the third thing is, yes, having the email uh, and SMS to, to message them after, even if you're not pushing, you know, sales right away, you're creating content about how to uh, train dogs, for example, on how to treat dogs, why uh, different kinds of food uh, could extend your dog's life, stuff like that. Uh, that's a big game changer. And the fourth thing is that you can use that data to target better. If right. you know that the people who come through your campaign, most of them have a specific dog. Most of them have females, males. Then you can change the text. You can change the image. You can cre create different creatives that would suit. Uh, there, There is going to be 
at the end of the day, a certain age, a certain, uh, you know, gender, certain type of dog. So why not have that UGC say, um, is your dog uh, super young or very old or is your puppy, you know, you can change the way that you speak to that customer and you know that you're going to hit better. Now I'm looking, we've got seven questions, uh, oh, wow. but we do have, like we were talking before the podcast, you do have an event uh, strategy. We could either have you come back and talk about that, or do you want to just kind of go through that? Depends on your time. I mean, we can go, uh, what, what type of strategy when you, when you talk about the chatbots and stuff like that? Oh, well, just prior to coming on, you were saying that we've got um, the chatbot strategy that we could talk oh, yeah. about. And then there was another one that if we had yeah. time, you'd touch on. Oh, yeah. So that's that's actually a very long subject to be okay. honest. It's about how to manipulate the Facebook algorithm and how it really um, decides which audience to serve your ads. Uh, so it's it's not a five or ten minute. All project. right. So we'll have you back on that one if you'll come okay. back. <laughs> That's that's how I do things. You know, All right, there we go. You got us hooked. Okay, so let's go over to the uh, questions. And if you do have comments or questions, um, please post them into the uh, comment section as well. All right, Kels. All right, so I want to start this off with actually a, a comment from Zach. I think he's a big fan of yours. Mayor looked at oh, my Zach. Google account for 10 minutes like a year ago and absolutely blew my mind with what he was able to discover. And I've implemented his tips on all my campaigns going forward. He's easily the number one Google guy out there for e-com right now. I love Zach. Uh, so, we met in Affiliate World. We, we've uh, spoken together at Affiliate World and a couple of events. Love the guy. He's a dear friend. We saw each other in Barcelona a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, very good. Awesome. Okay. So our first question is from Rad. Um, where do you scout your affiliates to market your products? How do you pay them in percentages or flat fees? Uh, that's a very good question. Uh, me specifically, because I'm in the affiliate marketing space, then it's very easy to me. I can just post. I know a bunch of affiliates. If I post like a Facebook post or an Instagram story, I would get a bunch of people who are serious affiliates to run my products. Regarding the payout, um, it's a very big subject. I feel like a lot of advertisers and brand owners don't pay as much as they could. Like for example, they would uh, run campaigns, their CPA uh, cost per acquisition would be 20 bucks and they would only offer 15. It's uh, it's not a smart move. You should make sure that the affiliate has plenty of margin. At the end of the day, if he's making money, you're making money. You're, in, again, not putting all of your eggs in one basket. You want another brain, another creative mind to make sure that uh, he works for you. My personal strategy when it comes down to low ticket items up to 45, 50 bucks is giving all the front end to the affiliate and making sure that you have money on the back end. Of course, taking into consideration uh, payment processing fees, refunds, shipping, and stuff like that. But again, making sure that the front end goes to the affiliate. All right. Great answer. Okay. Uh, our next question, Claudia is actually joining us um, when she wrote this. Uh, she thought she couldn't make it. But um, I'm wondering what advice Mayor would give to people who are new to external advertising for Amazon. Where should we start? Uh, the size of budget, which platforms to advertise on, uh, types of campaign, et cetera. Uh, thank you, and I'll see you on the replay. 
All right, so in general, this, this question is how to advertise online, which is a very wide question. Uh, I, think, I think that we, we talked about the low-hanging fruit. So yes, start with Google search, make sure that you have the low-hanging fruit set up. So the branded keywords, competitive keywords, uh, competitors keywords, and remarketing. First of all, squeeze everything that you can from the traffic that you're already getting. That's the first thing. So in terms of what platform, I would start with every platform because um, even at a small uh, budget, just because I want to make sure that I capture all of the audience that's currently getting inside my website and, you know, I kill them with ads till they, bu they buy. doesn't matter where they are. If they open up YouTube, if they go on GDN, news websites, um, that's, that's the strategy to begin with, definitely. All right. Okay, great. Uh, let me see from Christine. This is about Amazon A-B testing. Uh, so who is the audience that participates in Amazon A-B testing? Are they only Amazon buyers? So currently, I don't think Amazon allows A-B testing. When we were talking about A-B testing, we were talking about external to Amazon. Norm, correct me if I'm wrong. Is there an A-B testing feature within Amazon? Yeah, yeah there's something called, they just brought it out uh, this year. It's called uh, uh, Experiments. So you can go in there, but you're very limited. Uh, there's, mm -hmm. you know, three or four different areas, but like primary, you're not, uh, at least I don't think you can check out the price, but you can uh, split test your image. You can split test your title. Uh, it, it's limited, but it's a start. And I don't know how much or how diverse it'll end up being, but they're starting. Okay. Oh, and the other thing you can do too, but it, it's it's a tougher, like I, I, I use Pick, PickFu. I use them uh, for a lot of our products and polls and stuff like that. Uh, so you can also use uh, PickFu, uh, Christine. That'll, that should help out as well. And I think we got a code from PickFu, don't we, Kels? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I can pull that up. Um, all right, just a couple more. Um, from Rad, can we say in our product inserts that we give 10% off to them, their friends, and their families if they influence them to buy this product as an affiliate? Is this allowed by Amazon? I don't think Amazon likes inserts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could put an insert in, but I, I think that's probably pushing it a little bit. Um, yeah, I heard stories I, about people who, who have done it. and Yeah, I mean, you're, you're basically... Uh, telling people that it could be interpreted as an incentivized, you know, it an is, incentivized purchase. Yeah. So like you could drive people over to your, and Rad, I know your product. So you could drive people over to your website and you can give them an extended warranty. And that's fine because what's more important than anything is trapping their email. And if you can give them a year uh, membership or, or uh, warranty or something along those lines or provide an added value of some sort, that will go a long way just because you're trapping the email. and Data, data, data. Data, data, data. Exactly. Okay. And uh, last question. question is actually from me. Um, knowing everything you know, uh, if you were to start over from scratch, um, this is like in the education process, uh, what would you yeah. prioritize? Could you give us like a roadmap of what you what you would learn now um, in terms of this, starting e-commerce? Yeah, e yeah, this or... is a question I've been uh, asked a lot during uh, probably once, twice a week. And A, 
it's a good chance to say that I am writing a book. I don't know when it's going to be over, but I have a big chapter on that. Uh, going uh, to that uh, question, um, I feel like, A, I would try and, um, first of all, get all of the information that I can that's free and available without paying for a course. That's the first idea. Uh, bearing, bearing in mind that some of the stuff that's going to be there it's going to be old, it's not going to be dated, it's not going to be relevant, but still, you know, taking whatever you can from it. The second thing is just jumping and coming to a conference, finding, you know, the sweet, the sweet spot that works for you, whether it's a big conference like Affiliate World that touches a lot of different people, uh, Amazon included, and it could be uh, a conference like me and Norm went to, which is uh, a very niche Amazon, uh, smaller type of like event. I feel like you can get a lot from these types of events, a lot from these types of events. It's different. It's It, it works from, for different types of people. I feel the smaller events, you would probably get to know everyone better. You have a lot more one-on-one -on -one time potentially with everyone. The bigger events are more suited uh, if you're looking to learn, if you're looking to like massively, you know, network and you're like a networking machine and monster like Norm is. I'm <laughs> joking. Okay. okay. Awesome. So Thank you. that's the last question? That's the last question. Man, that's it. Okay. So this is the last chance to enter uh, the giveaway today, which is one hour of advice. And if you've been listening to me or at all, you'll you'll get to know that he is an expert. I mean, he is a go-to guy in this space. So one hour uh, with me or about uh, the, well, basically any of the platforms and uh, let's see, hashtag wheel of Kelsey, hashtag the wolf and tag two people. And you will get a second entry uh, before we go over to uh, the wheel. We'll just go over to the sponsors. A big thank you to our sponsors, startup club the largest club on Clubhouse with over 790,000 members and growing. They're one of the world's largest communities supporting the startup ecosystem from founders to those wishing to work for a startup and everything in between. You can find them at www.startup.club for blogs, recordings, and a calendar of upcoming shows and on the Clubhouse app. Just search Startup Club for daily shows 24-7. You can also now listen to their show, the Serial Entrepreneur Club podcast, on Apple and Spotify too. Stop by to connect, learn, and grow together. All right, before we go to the wheel, uh, Mayor, uh, there's some people that were asking for information, contact information. Uh, how do people get a hold of you? Um, for the company? So yeah, so it's Maorbn, M-A-O-R-B-N on Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, YouTube, M-A-O-R-B-N. Uh, also on OnlyFans. No, I'm joking. But, uh, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> There's a visual. <laughs> I had, yeah, I had to. I had to. You know me. Um, so yeah, Maorbn. Just uh, I'm there. All right. Not nice good. as I, I'm. I'm usually here, but yeah. All right. And um, this is the first time you've seen uh, the Wheel of Kelsey. So uh, sit back yeah. and relax. Take it all okay, in. Here we go. Here's the Wheel of Kelsey. It's time for the Wheel of Kelsey.
All right, so okay. thank you everyone who entered. I'm going to shuffle up these names. And uh, yes, if you are the winner, please email me, k at lunchwithnorm.com. And if you're new to the podcast, we do this giveaway every single uh, episode. And it looks like it's Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. Very good, Jeff. I'm jealous. <laughs> All right. So congratulations, Jeff. Um, email me, k at lunchwithnorm.com, and we'll hook you up with Mayor. And uh, congratulations. I think you, you won a big one today. So, uh, yeah. Okay, very good. All right, Mayor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been an amazing experience. I appreciate it so much. I appreciate you and Kelsey. Hey, we're going to be uh, reaching out to you again. We've got to get you back on and talk about some other things sure, and sure, uh, sure. that advanced strategy. Anytime. <laughs> All right, sir. So we will talk to you soon. Thank you for being on the uh, the episode again. And uh, if you want to reach out to uh, Mayor or uh, uh, touch base with them on social media, we posted it. It's Mayor BN. Um, and you can reach out and ask them some questions. Uh, all right. So I hope everybody enjoyed the show today. Uh, Kelsey, do you want to come on and do your thing? Yeah. So um, we do have our exclusive Carbon 6 webinar today. That is at 3 p.m. Eastern time. So come hang out with me and Clayton. Uh, we're going to be talking about Pixel Me, running you through how to use it, what's the best ways to get the most out of it. Uh, we're also going to be giving away some free trial periods. And uh, you never know, we might be doing some little giveaways too um, from Lunch with Norm as well. So check that out. That's 3 p.m. Eastern time. That's in the Facebook group. So you'll get the notifications once we go live. Uh, we also have a Facebook event on our Facebook page. So check that out. Also, uh, don't forget to smash those like buttons. Give us those thumbs up. Uh, if you have topic suggestions, guests, um, let us know. You can email me, k at lunchwithnorm.com. And if you have any questions at all um, about Amazon, e-commerce, maybe you have no idea what affiliate marketing is you want to learn, um, you can post that in the Facebook group and uh, our, our, our community can uh, help connect you with the best resources. And if you have specific questions, it's a great place just to um, ask for tips and advice. Uh, we've got new intermediate um advanced sellers there so definitely check it out it's lunch with norm amazon fba and e-commerce collective and uh, i think that's it oh we should also mention um next week you're away in australia so yeah we have been pre-recording like mad getting episodes for you guys uh and we've got some really great ones uh so just to give you a taste we've got um jeff coming on wednesday to talk jeff about Schick. amazon jeff yeah. Schick to talk about Amazon suspensions, what you need to know. Uh, Monday, and uh, by the way, and his, uh, his very, very cool uh, subscription program that's come up and uh, it blew me away. That's why he's coming on. We, we talked uh, uh, in Mexico. And as soon as I heard about this, I had to get him on because there's so many people out there that need help and he's got an affordable way to do it. So Make sure you uh, tune into that. Plus, they're hybrid, so uh, their part portions of them are live. Kelsey is uh, on the show, uh, taking your questions, and we'll make sure that we forward everything over to uh, Jeff or any of the speakers. Plus, there's a live wheel of Kelsey. Sorry, I interrupted, but you do that to me all the time. 
I'm used to it. All right, so that's Wednesday. Monday is Bry Shields. He's actually uh, a client of Neil Neil Twa's episode. So if you remember, Neil Twa was saying you could turn off your Amazon PPC campaigns, and it's not the end of the world. So we actually have uh, one of his clients that came in, did what he said. He's a case study, and he's going to tell you what exactly happened when you turn off your Amazon PPC campaign. So that's Monday and Friday. We have my friend Talal Assad. He's going to be talking about buy with prime. So um, those are our three guests for next week. And uh, we'll be back uh, actually on Wednesday, next Wednesday for the live episode. So yeah, yeah, we'll miss you. I'll still be here going live with everyone. You can come hang out with me Monday, Wednesday, Friday next week. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. All right. Very good. I still wish Talal would uh, fill me in on what you guys actually did when you went away from the group at night in partied. And all I saw were these little clips on Facebook. Uh, there's much more to that story with you and that whole group. But anyways, that's uh, yes. And Christine and Rich. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, and that, by the way, I know this has gone long, but that's why we love to network. We get to know people we get to, you know, meet up, have some fun. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Christine. <laughs> anyway, thank you. <laughs> and join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday uh, at noon Eastern Standard Time. I am away next week, but uh, uh, I will be back the following week. And thank you for being part of the community. Um, we can't do this without you. Uh, we just appreciate all the engagement and, and everybody's contribution to the group. And thank you so much. And we will see you when I get back. And the pre-records will be starting on Monday. Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur.